this is Sister Peter coming to you from the ILD, the Adventist Elder Library, and today we are on segment four of these two books that I'm going through, The Power of Encouragement by Jeannie Doreen and The Rewired Brain by Dr. Ski Chilton. Sensing potential, sensing potential in somebody that everyone else considers a misfit, this is a gift. This is powerful encouragement. This skill as a communicator or an encouragement that complements your style of relating to others. God enables a way to affirm others and point their focus upward. God is using you to help other people. Look, turn to Him. Amen. There are not really encouragement techniques. I can't teach you how to encourage other people. Nobody else can teach you how. But out of the fullness of your walk and faith in Jesus, you share with others what you've learned through your walk and how God's been merciful to you. You share that and pass that on to others. Simply pour yourself out to help pe- help other people. One-on-one or also, maybe in time, you'll have the ability to encourage and inspire large groups of people. However, God opens the door for you. Ministry involves strengthening the souls of others and encouraging them to continue in the faith. Acts 14.22 God's plan for our future. Remember, Jeremiah, in the book of Jeremiah, it says he has plans to prosper us. Amen. In the book, The Rewired Brain, The first place to start in the rewiring of our brain is repentance. He didn't say that. I put that in there. But basically, he said the first place to start is you've got to look within. You've got to see what it is. Go back to where you first find the real you is basically what he said. But the emptying of ourselves. The very first devotional I did when I started doing online devotionals on Sundays was one called the emptying of ourselves. That's what we have to do. We've got to be empty of ourselves so the Lord can fill us up. Amen. I notice I've started saying amen a lot. I guess it's a filler. But the emptying of ourselves. Casting all of our cares upon the Lord. Regardless of how your brain has been wired to control your behaviors and emotions, it can be changed. The Bible tells us that a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Rediscover who you really are and be transformed to who you are really who you really are and can be in Christ Jesus. An overcomer, a born again believer. Paul, the apostle Paul, he also dealt with opposing factors that conflicted in his mind in Romans nine verses, or maybe it's Romans seven, Romans seven verses fifteen and eighteen through twenty. And I was going to read that. I didn't write it out because I was going to read it. Uh, he read it from the message. Uh, he had it from the message. So I didn't get the King James Version, but you can look it up. Yeah, Romans 7, 15, then 18 through 20. What I don't understand about myself is that I decide one way, but then I act another, doing things I absolutely despise. I realize that I don't have what it takes. I can will it, but I can't do it. I decide to do good, but I don't really do it. I decide not to do bad, but then I do it anyway. 
My decisions, such as they are, don't result in actions. Something has gone wrong deep within me and gets the better of me every time. You know, this is that's how we all kind of are. We we have to we have to let the Lord help us with that. We just have the Lord order our steps. We're going to do the right thing. Oh, we might we may mess up when we do things on our own, but when the Lord orders our steps, He can take our messes and make messages, our tests and make testimonies, our trials, triumphs, and so forth. Reconcile the warring parts of our mind to find peace and freedom. Amen. See, I do. I say amen a lot. But um, that's our reading for today. That's our podcast. So today, as we keep pointing others to the cross, remember, Jesus loves us. He died on the cross so that we can have life and that more abundantly. And this world is not our home. This is not our final place. We're just passing through. We're ambassadors for Christ. We are the family of God, the body of God, the body of Christ, the church, the born-again believers. we got to believe that He who began a good work in us is able to complete it. It's Him working on us. We get so mad at ourselves, some of the things we do, some of the things we don't do, and all that kind of stuff. We do kind of war with our flesh. But that's when we take it to the Lord take our burdens to the Lord and leave them there. Say, Lord, I'm just this, I'm just this piece of pottery on your wheel. You make and mold me into what you want me to be. And along the way, getting out all our imperfections, getting out all the stuff in our life, help us to help others. You know, it's more blessed to give than to receive. And there's the joy in giving, giving of ourselves to others. You know, we can do this. We can make it through. I don't like being a widow. And you can see, and the ones that, um, on the webcam can see my husband's picture back there behind me. I don't like being a widow. Not at all. But yesterday I talked about fragments. I talked about Jesus feeding the 5,000. And how when after they all ate to their fill, there might have been 10,000 because it says the men plus, you know, the wives and children. There could have been who knows how many exactly. But when they all got done eating from that five loaves and two fishes, Jesus had the disciples take up baskets, and there was 12 baskets full left over of fragments. He said that none be lost. And I was thinking about that. I think of memories of my husband and things that we did, buying pieces of, I, I, I have his sermons on cassette, and I listen to parts of those, and sometimes I upload some of those, parts of those as reels. I'm taking little fragments of what he said, putting them out there on YouTube we're finding um, songs that me and him sang over the eight years that we did an online ministry together I have those I still have those and I feed from them and I feast on them so glad to have his voice in that part he's still with me even though he's gone he's gone physically but those fragments those fragments that help me and then I could take those and help others his friends his family um strangers people that never really met him in real life but people that may know me and see me and say how's she doing this how is she making how she's so strong well I don't feel like I'm very strong sometimes but it's that it's those fragments it's those parts of him and the little um, gifts he gave me before um, you know over the years I have that little that um, canvas on the wall that says Lisa the day I met you 
I found the one who my soul loves. You complete me. I was a little late to be your first, but I want all my last to be with you. There is no pretending I love you, and I will love you until I die. And if there is life after that, I'll love you even then. I love you forever and always. Love, Mark. That helps me. That helps me to know he loved me so much. And if there is life after that, I'll love you then. And his love does still, it's still around me every day. Those are fragments. And I thank God for that. So anyway, I wanted to share that. And there's other things too. But I've already went over eight minutes. I like to keep this short. You have a great day. God bless you. I love you. Jesus loves you. And let's love one another and keep on praying for one another. Because prayer never dies. Love never dies. And Jesus' blood is covering us. His love covers a multitude of sins. His blood covers a multitude of sins. And forgiveness is a wonderful thing. You have a great day. Love you. Lisa Peter, your host of The Ill, the Adventist Elder Library Podcast.